This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is sponsored by the all-new Poundland Christmas tree. Yeah, we're changing it up for this year. Christmas hedges. Get rid of the string on your baubles. Plonk the hedge in the corner of your room. Sit on the sofa. Have a can of reindeer lucasade. And fire the baubles like molotovs at your Christmas hedge. And let's see if they get engulfed by uh, by Tony Hedge. That's it. The Christmas hedge from Poundland. Get it now. Happy Christmas. Let's send it. Welcome to the Daft Lad podcast. I take no prisoners. Just inmates. Whatever that fucking means. Welcome everyone to the Daft Lad Podcast Christmas Special. I've got my Michael Scott shirt on, very Christmassy. We're going to have the most daftest, most relatable discussion about everything that happens at Christmas, around Christmas. Everyone at home will have gone through all the stuff that I'm going to go through and uh, it's going to be a daft laugh, you know what I mean? We're going to have some controversial topics such as is Christmas cake basically troll shit? I think so. I think it is troll shit because it tastes like shit. Series 1 of the Daft Lad podcast was recorded back in March or July. All 15 episodes are out. Go check it out and uh, you'll understand how stupid I am. And the Christmas episode is just basically all that but Christmas-fied. Uh, so go give them a listen on Spotify or Apple Music and uh, get ready for Season 2. Series 2, I'm writing it right now. So it'll be back in spring next year. So follow me on the old Instagram and uh, let's get into the Christmas episode. Let's have a daft laugh, all right? Let's have a daft laugh. Welcome. So like I said in the, uh, in the uh, what do you call, what's the opposite of conclusion? The intrusion of the episode, intrusion. I don't understand people who enjoy Christmas cake. Um, what the fuck are you doing? As a kid, if I got Christmas cake, I would cut all the icing off and then just put all of that raisin rabbit dropping fucking shit in the bin of a Christmas cake, go away, Christmas cake tastes like horse eggs mate, get it in bin, landfill, now, the texture of a Christmas cake, it's not like a normal cake, you know, you get for your birthday, vanilla slices, 
It's more of like if you could taste the Earth's mantle with a hint of skin tags, brew skin tags, and put it into a cake. That's a Christmas cake. Don't get me started on the old uh, the old marzipan, that yellow stuff that's in between the icing sugar and the cake. Marzipan? Who's that? <laughs> Stick to the white icing, alright? I'm not having piss-flavoured cheesy icing, which is marzipan, alright? Shut it, please. <laughs> also, who came up with the name marzipan? Marzipan. If you type marzipan into Urban Dictionary, um, the definition is... A short, fat Mexican man who has no life, job or goals, and also resorts to bestiality. Okay, and the definition of the word pan is a metal container used for cooking food in. So, what marzipan is, is a short, fat Mexican man who has no life, job or goals, and also resorts to bestiality, combined with a metal container used for cooking food in. That's what it tastes like, marzipan, you know what I mean? Right, next on the old Christmas controversy is the Christmas film debate. There's some great films out there. There's also some absolute dog egg ones as well. But which is best? Alright, Harry Hill. For me, the best Christmas film is Polar Express. It comes every Christmas Eve once a year. Better than all trades in UK. Banter. At least he on strike is fucking bearded John. Uh, if you've not seen the Polar Express, it's basically a train that picks up kids and takes them to the North Pole. Um, so for me as a, as a kid, I used to dream every Christmas Eve when I went to bed, the room would start shaking, I'd hear a bloody train hoot, and uh, and the Polar Express would stop outside my house, and a 41-year-old conductor with a tail, foxtail tash would uh, shout at my house, All aboard! And he would take me as far north as he could possibly go, just in my dressing gown. Um, that was the dream as a kid. It's been it's it's a tradition for me as well. Um, Polar Express every Christmas Eve, I watch it. Um, about maybe half past ten on the night, um, watch it every year. Tradition it got some right bangers on it as well, especially that hot chocolate banger. Ooh. So yeah, the Polar Express my favourite. The Grinch, uh, Elf, and Home Alone are classics. Nativity is absolutely chicken fingers. Awful. What a crap film. You know, in Home Alone, when the mum faints because she's just realised that Kevin's at home, forgot to bring him on holidays, having a chicken booner by himself in attic. When she faints, that's me when I've lost my lip butter. Lip balm. Can't fucking stand it. It's like cocaine, that stuff. You know what I mean? Lip lad. That's what I call it. Um, find me on Twitter at the Daft Lad Podcast. Um, let me know what you think about all this Xmas controversy. I went for Xmas there because that's less words to type out on me Word document. Find me on all the socials and s- tell me your favourite film. Alright? Tell me. Let's have some tunes and I'll be back. I don't know if you can hear that on the microphone, but some twat, it's December 3rd, and he's out with a chainsaw, chainsaw his trees. Maybe he's bought a Christmas edge from Poundland. He's got a chainsaw out. It's December 3rd, mate, have a fucking chill. So, Christmas, turkey, does it win it for you, or not? Oh. Fucking me, I've calendar. Yeah, as you can tell, I've uh, stuck with blue tap my advent calendar, because I've not put on my Christmas stuff yet, so that's the only Christmas thing I've got. Eating chocolate every uh, every day. I don't understand, really. I wish I had one for Halloween. before Maybe three months before my birthday. Advent calendar for three months. Be fucking massive. That'd be like an A2 poster full of chocolate. Um, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very sorry for this next controversy at Christmas. Because it's. Uh, I'm very sorry if you're vegan. It's about the meat. If you want to skip it five minutes, totally understand. You are very strong. I'm not. I'm a weak-ass meat man. 
that was okay. Let's move on. Um, so, Christmas, does Turkey win it for you? Or do you have crab uh, at Christmas or chicken? Well, all meat's the same. If you put gravy on it, it's not dry. So get a fucking grip. Uh, I have, uh, for my Christmas meal, I have uh, roast chicken and chips um, with a side of rice. <laughs> and then I have flapjack and chips. <laughs> uh, right, we're going to get serious now because it's about tub the chocolate at Christmas. What are we going to pick for Christmas Day to munch on while you're watching the Doctor Who Christmas special, which should have been cancelled ten years ago? Banter. And we're going to go for heroes, celebrations, quality streets, or a tub of roses. Um, for me, it's heroes because of the... Uh, Taste of Easter in there. You know, you got a cream egg. It's twisted as well. In a tub of heroes, you've got a nice twirl that's the shape of a cigar now. We've seen those long twirls that they're putting in. Selfish. Uh, twirls, cream eggs, the dairy milks, the caramel ones. Those crunchy bites. Decent. And the whisper's decent because it's just chocolate, in it. Uh, but I don't like an eclair. I don't like to eat bullets for my Christmas lunch. With the others, like I only like the Maltesers and maybe somewhere else in the celebrations. I like the green triangles in the tubs of uh, Quality Streets, and that's it. And roses, what the fuck are them? I don't understand what every flavour is. Get a grip. Let us know what which is your favourite tub. Maybe if there was a jump scare in the tub of roses, that might put them up the ranks, but it's not going to happen, is it? Right, more Christmas controversy with Jimmy. Uh, what's your favourite part of the Christmas meal? Um, for me, it's the old pigs in blankets, or the blankets in pigs. It's, it's mad, isn't it? Because you like, look forward to it all year. I can't wait for Christmas dinner, mate. Mate, I'm going to have so many pigs in blankets. Guess the Christmas day, because everyone loves them and wants them, you get one. So you just put the one on your plate, and it's always the one that looks like it's been stuck to the oven baking tray. Looks like a gammy chode with a plaster on it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anyone remembers when it used to snow at Christmas. Uh, it rarely does it now. Rarely does it. It was class when it used to snow. You'd go to an iconic hill with a good descent and a bathtub on it. And uh, you just send it down in those iconic wellies. No, I've never worn wellies for years. Always the wellies were so heavy. It's like wearing bricks. You just send it down a hill on a bin lid and a bath as a ramp. It was always a bath, an upturned bath. Where's that bath come from? Hey, Paul! Look what I've got. I've used my bath as a ramp. I don't need a bath. Oh, but it was the worst thing when you used to send it down on sledge. Get a bit of snow in your welly. Felt like someone pissed in your welly when it melted. It was awful. It was really cold, but warm. And I don't miss that. Those were the days, though. And it was the worst when you used to walk into your college, into your high school, when it snowed. <laughs> you used to walk into school just laughing at the other absolute chavs throwing snowballs at other people. And you're like, if I laugh, they're not going to hate me. Ha <laughs> ha! Good one, Gordon. Where did I fucking go to school? Jesus. So I used to laugh at them. So then I'd be like on their side so they wouldn't throw snowballs at me. Then I'd walk into school back to them. They'd pepper me, pebble dash me. They'd actually put pebbles in it, in the snowball. <laughs> also, it was the worst when your mate Tony Zoot would run up behind you with a snowball, put it in your face or put it down the back of your shirt at 8am on a morning. Ruined my day. Ruined my day, Tony Zoot. Anyway, let's play some tunes. Um, I don't know if everyone has put their Christmas tree up yet because it's the 3rd of December. I've seen people put the trees up in November. Fair play. I'm more of a first week of December dude with putting the Christmas tree up. I'm actually off Christmas tree shopping today um, after this podcast. 
Um, gonna go send it to Monk's Cross. See if they've got any monks and crosses. If you put in your Christmas tree up on the 1st of November, you're a fucking maniac. Joking. Daft banter. I bet there is people who would put it out on the 1st of November, the Christmas tree. Like, what are you doing? You have Bonfire Night to contend with yet, bud. Let me get past that. My own definition of Bonfire Night is uh, a night dedicated to uh, making things lit and using gunpowder in public areas. Like, who came up with that? I know Guy Fawkes did a, did a few jobs on it, but surprised it's carried on, really. Also, this year as well, done if you noticed, all the Christmas adverts were coming out end of October. Jesus, I've not even been spooked off yet by Halloween and lit up by bonfires. Let's need to calm down, like, it's the 3rd of December today. Wouldn't be surprised, 2nd of January, right? Easter adverts. Will be a bunny with a cream egg up its ass. Ah, oh, cream egg's out now. Which I'll be happy with. But, uh, yeah, it'll be like four months till bloody Easter. And then July, be like, oh, best get your Halloween masks, bud. So this is more relatable for anyone who's who was a kid. I think we've all been kids at some point, so you might relate to this at Christmas. So I'm going to paint a lovely picture in your ear right now. A lovely thumbnail. Finger, toenails. Uh, it's Christmas Eve as a kid, right? You're high as fuck on shortbread and appetizer. You're going mental. You know Christmas is tomorrow. It's a great feeling. You know Santa's going to send it down your chimney at some point, even though you don't have a chimney. And he's somehow going to get in your house. I don't know about you, but I never had a chimney for a big fat lad to come down my chimney. I had a chim, which was where it was cut off. <laughs> and it was a fake fireplace <laughs> as a kid. Um, and what I would do is leave a little note next to the old uh, flapjack that I used to give Banter Claws. And he used to leave a little note saying, uh, Thank you for the presents. When you leave, use this key to lock the door, because we left the door open. Lock it. Put it through the front letterbox. I'll see you next year, bud. I, I literally used to put that. That wasn't a lie. And I, I used to help mum peeling the sprouts. I used to peel it so much it'd just be no sprout. So then you'd, you'd go to bed. You're still high as fuck. And yeah, you're just laid in bed and you, you know you're not going to get to sleep. But you know when you wake up, it's going to be Christmas Day. And uh, it's just so exciting. Like It was like when I had my first ever WKD a few years ago. Absolutely. It was, I was on a high. It was buzzing. And as an adult, at Christmas, it's bed at 9pm, no, watch Polar Express, bed at 9pm, because you've been at work all fucking year and day, and you know what you're getting for Christmas, because everyone's asked for, what do you want, send a screenshot, they've bought it, wrapped it up, yeah, I appreciate it though, <laughs> so yeah, back to the old painting picture in your, in your imagery of your face, <laughs> I don't know about you, but as a kid, I would wake up in the middle of the night, always see Santa, I'd always see some fat lad, with some sort of red robe on. And he used to shit and scare me off. But also I'd be absolutely like, oh, it's Santa. Don't look at him. I don't know why you wouldn't look at him, because you think he's your best mate. Don't look at him. Thinking back to that memory of seeing Banter Claus as a kid at night. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. In my room. I think it was just my dad in a Liverpool shirt, a few pillows gaffered to his belly, and for the white fluff, a baby sheep slotted on his head. <laughs> and then as a kid, you'd wake up on Christmas Day morning, and for about three seconds, you wake up, you're like, where the fuck am I, mate? And then you're like, <gasps> it's Christmas. It was about three seconds, and you clocked in your head, it's Christmas morning. I'm going to go mental. Because I had a drum kit in my room, I'd have my brother wake me up by absolutely pounding the drums, and I would shit myself. So I'd wake up on Christmas morning shaking like a scared dog on bonfire night. It's great. You just wake up, it's Christmas Day. You don't get out of bed. You don't even run out of bed. You skip out of bed. You glide. You're skimming. <laughs> and then you go jump on your bro's bed. Bro, mate, it's 6am. Never been up at this time in my life when it's Christmas. And then because it's so early, you put everyone in a bad mood. They've all got a heavy head. They're all absolutely hating you for the rest of the day. To be honest, I have that feeling now as an adult, but I don't skip out of bed. I just drop out of bed. <laughs> I just roll over and drop onto the bottom rafter of my room. So it's Christmas Day morning. You're about to send it downstairs. All the presents are there. You don't say happy birthday to Jesus. Um, you don't say happy Christmas to anyone, I think. You just go downstairs and be greedy as fuck. Because it's all about the presents. It is. And I don't know about you, because uh, we didn't used to put the Christmas presents under the tree. We'd like space them out in the living room. So you go downstairs and you'd be like, Oh my god. Why is the living room is basically a big Christmas tree? <laughs> you like walk downstairs and you wouldn't see the Christmas presents on the tree because there's no space, so they'd be all out in the living room. You're like, as a kid, you're like, wow, that is a splendid spread. <laughs> and the thing is, I used to do this with my family. I'd be like, come on, everyone, let's get downstairs, open presents. And uh, everyone would be like coming downstairs and they'd try not to look excited. They'd be like, oh, shut up, Jay. But, but inside, they're like, <laughs> And also, my dad would just keep me waiting. He'd be like, Dad, come on downstairs. I'd be like, I'll be one minute, just let me get a bin bag, and I've just got to go at skips. Like, Dad, fuck off. And then it happened to me when I used to sit down. There'd be my mum, there'd be brother and my dad. And you sit down next to all your presents with your name on, and you're like, right, who's going to open first one? And because you were the most excited, everyone would be like, Jamie, you open what? You open, you open what? You open one. And we'll all watch. And it fucking made me anxious. Scared. I felt like there was a massive crowd watching me. It felt like I was on Wembley stage opening a present. I don't know about you, but I used to feel so embarrassed. and be like, ah, oh, you, you want me to open it first? What, what about you, Mum? No, no, Jimmy, you're, you're buzzing. And then you like start opening it and you start going red. And you open it, it's like a pair of... It's like the best thing that you wanted. And you're just like, oh, that's nice. Thank, thanks, Mum. And then, and then you just put it down like you've just like been given shit for Christmas. But like, someone else open one now. I don't, I don't know if that happened to you. Maybe just me. I don't know. Yeah, it's just awkward opening presents that you know someone else in the room has bought you. And you you have to almost act like, what that is mint. I've never had a bear present. <laughs> this is relatable though. Um, one of your parents, mainly your dad, would just have a bin bag for rubbish. Actually, my dad didn't have a bin bag. He used to bring Skip on a fork truck. Beep! Put it in the living room. <laughs> he's, he's just there, like, ready to pounce. 
like a fucking uh, like a flying zombie just like if anyone throws any rubbish that's man <laughs> my dad listens to this he's gonna love this because like everyone's dad be like bin bag ready open the present put it in the bin bag that's it my dad will start putting unwrapped presents in the bin bag I'm like dad what are you doing let me open it first <laughs> tug of war at Christmas and a few years ago I bought myself something for Christmas bit of fun put on the tag love you you handsome bastard happy Christmas and uh, I opened it on Christmas day and it was an advent calendar I was buzzing I bought myself a, that advent calendar up there you can't see it but the dairy milk one um, I bought it for myself and I thought on Christmas morning I'm going to eat all 24 25 of the Christmas chocolates so I ate them all my dad was sat there with a the bin bag my mum was sat on the floor in dressing robe and my little brother was just I don't know, drinking perfume or some shit and uh, I'd finished it and I'd thrown the advent calendar, you know it's very rectangly, like an A4 bit of paper with chocolate in it, and I threw it and it, I kind of threw it like a frisbee not like, yeah forward, and it missed the bin bag and hit my mum on the eyebrow fucking hilarious it was mint <laughs> So, after you've opened your, all your presents, you're just like, oh, you're on like a little high, and then you realise that that's it. That's it for another 365 days, and it's shit. <laughs> so that excitement goes, and then it's like, right, Christmas dinner is the next checkpoint. Save game. And there's so many nice smells. And it's the only day of the year that I don't mind smelling of food, of gravy for the rest of the day, because, you know, you're just covered in it, smothered. Then you, like, put your new favourite hoodie on. Oh, mate, this Minecraft hoodie is great. Stinks a bit though, but I don't care. And then you go to the kitchen and your mum, it's always the mum. The dad don't give it, he can't cook. The mum's just in there in the kitchen like it's uh, Rivendell. It's like 20,000 elves trying to forge a fucking sword, just like that. You want sprouts, Jim? You want some sprouts? And then the Christmas dinner. It's like a gravy-based buffet. And I normally would uh, crack out a shandy. You know, I'll get one of dad's Carlsbergs. He won't be happy that I'd nick half his Carlsberg and leave it out to go flat. Put some nice diet lemonade in there. Ooh. Shandy at 12am. Who does that? 12pm. And then it's the Christmas crackers that are next to your plate where the spoon should be, your dessert spoon. It's there, just above that. And it's like, oh, bro, you want to open an explosion for Christmas dinner? Yeah, there you go. Boof. And then you open the Christmas cracker. Nothing worthy in there, apart from the gold-plated Christmas hat. Put that on. The toys in the Christmas crackers are dog eggs. Um, There's a classic frog that, like, uh, it's got a little... Big thing on the end, so you like push it down and it fucking flies and takes someone's eye out. That's always good. If you get a really good Christmas cracker, it's the like uh, very small uh, pack of uh, cards, which is always fun. Can't really handle them to play blackjack. Imagine going to a casino and playing them with them. Be class. Also, nail clippers in Christmas crackers. Uh, they did more than cut your nail, them. Jesus. Used to cut your toe off. Also, the best one. This is the best one, I think. The mini screwdriver set. You just know those uh, those screws that you just can't get with a normal uh, flathead. Absolutely diddy. I feel like they should, they should change the Christmas cracker toys to something better. You know, maybe a pen knife. Maybe double A batteries would be good. Because I'm always needing them. Actually, uh, this here is my smoke alarm. It's ran out of a 9 volt battery, alkaline battery. If that was in a Christmas cracker, it'd be buzzing. And I could actually uh, know if I have any smoke in my house. Maybe a bag of mixed herbs. Mixed herbs or paprika. Spices in there, that'd be good. And also, I'll be putting this out like before Christmas, so if you need any help for uh, Christmas presents, I've got a really good one. Um, petrol pump voucher, 55 quid. Uh, you can't get them, but if you write it out on a bit of paper, it should work, because uh, 
Why not? Maybe a uh, maybe fifty quid voucher for petrol pump, uh, thirty two liters unleaded. I'll sort you out. It'd be a fantastic present. And then after Christmas dinner, you, you're just stuffed for the rest of the day. You get offered Christmas cake, but I'm like, Mum, Mum, I'll have an actamel. I don't want any of that shit. And uh, you're just too full all afternoon. And it's just like a waste of a day. You just sat there like, Ugh. There's always some crap on TV because you, you, know, you, you have to watch stuff with your family. You can't just go on Xbox and play a bit of FIFA. Well, you can actually. I did. Yeah. But you want to eat your freshly bought Toblerone. It's like, oh, mate, I want a, I want a triangle. I want a bit of pyramid, bud. Also, what are those matchmakers? Never see them any time of the year apart from Christmas. I always feel like the texture of a matchmaker is if you put a twig on a on a fire for two hours, take it off, let it cool down, and then eat it. It's almost a bit ashy, isn't it? It's like thin chocolate twigs with a hint of mint. Then it gets to Christmas tea time, and you're still very full because you just smashed in that row of Toblerone. I don't know about you, but it's, it's more of a buffet, this. It's not a gravy-based buffet. It's more of a tomato sauce, uh, mayonnaise buffet. You're so full, but it's like, go on, I'll, I'll have some breaded baps. I'll have a bit of ham that I never have any other time of the year. Uh, Pringles always goes down well. It's always really salted. Why didn't you buy salt and vinegar? I appreciate you, though. Dish of cold sausages that were ate at lunch. Maybe another chody pigs in blanket. <laughs> also, what's cranberry sauce doing? Cranberry sauce looks like a nosebleed with blood clots. Who's having that with the Christmas dinner? Jesus. And then after after the old Christmas buffet, you just sit on the sofa and... It was the best back in day when the Royal Family was on Christmas special. Ah, oh. The Egg Cup Bab. <laughs> Hello, Barbera. Such a good... Oh. But I, I still watch it because there's nothing else better than the Royal Family at Christmas. Um, you see, yeah? So it's Christmas night. It's about half eight. You're having another shandy and you just think, oh, it's been a good day, but I've got to wait 364 days to do it all over again. Another year of shit. So yeah, that's my Christmas in a nutshell. Don't know if that's any close to yours, but that's a, that's a trip down daft lad memory lane. Let's play some Fox Hunt. So, I watched Narnia maybe three weeks ago. You could say it's a Christmas film because it has Santa in it. So, if, it, if any film has Santa in it, it's a Christmas film. And the three kids met Santa. And got some presents from Santa. And it wasn't toys. You know, it wanted, it wasn't the normal. So Santa gets out of his sleigh, sees the three kids, they're maybe like 8-year-old, 13, and maybe 16-year-old, these kids in the film. And uh, he gives a 16-year-old a sword and a shield, even though he can't use it. Gives the 13-year-old a bow and arrow. And then he gives the 8-year-old a dagger. So, if anyone's struggling, especially my girlfriend, struggling to buy me anything for Christmas, watch Narnia... Listen to this podcast. I want a dagger and a shield. Right, let's finish off the Daft Lad Christmas episode with some Christmas cracker jokes. All the Christmas cracker jokes are made from James Corden's brain. That's why they are dog eggs. Um, here we go. Number one. Why was the snowman looking through the carrots? He was picking his nose. Shit. Uh, when is a boat just like snow? When it's adrift. Decent. What happens to elves when they are naughty? Santa gives them the sack. Jesus Christ. Who delivers presents to cats? Santa Pauls. Why do birds fly south in the winter? It's too far to walk. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. It's not really that funny. Just like the rest. Why couldn't the skeleton go to the Christmas party? Because he had nobody to go with. Ah! Set me into limbs, that. 
What do snowmen have for breakfast? Ice Krispies. <laughs> That's pretty decent, to be fair. What's this, the last one? Uh, what do you call cutting down a Christmas tree? Christmas chopping. <laughs> That's good. Right, enough of that bullshit, Jesus. Um, I've got to go. Um, got to go buy a Christmas tree from Tesco Express. Um, should be a decent one, maybe five foot, six foot one, with a girth of about 106 centimetres. Just describe my body. <laughs> um, I hope you have a shit hot Christmas. Uh, stay away from that troll shit Christmas cake. And if anyone gets a link set of deodorant for Christmas, that's when you know someone really does love you. Um, subscribe to the Daft Lad podcast on all Spotify, Apple Music and all that crap. Follow me on the socials at the Daft Lad podcast. Uh, look out for season two, series two. You can listen to series one, 15 episodes now. And uh, find me on Twitter at the Daft Lad pod, Facebook, Daft Lad podcast. And if you want to email me, um, any funny questions, funny stuff that you want to be in the next series, email me at the podcast at gmail.com and I'll read through them and I'll read them out on the podcast for series two. Um, yeah, springtime 2023, I'll be back, new series, happy Christmas and a happy new year. Bye! <laughs>